Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you're at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you, John, and welcome to today's podcast edition of Hope Along the Journey. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, and I'm delighted that you've decided to listen in today because I have a very special podcast that I'm sharing with you that I hope will be a means of encouragement for you today. I have a very special guest in the studio. I have a good longtime friend. Man, Monty, I've known you. We were just talking about this for 39 years, Doc. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> it doesn't seem possible that we've known each other that we long. We can't be that old, right? No, that's true. I mean, <laughs> for both of us to just be as young as we are, do we know yeah. each other 39 years, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just great to have Monty. Monty is a president of a company called On Time Media, and I'm going to let Monty tell you a little bit about what he does and what On Time Media is all about. Oh, sure. Uh, by the way, congratulations on your new podcast. Oh, thank you, Monty. I appreciate it. Uh, I am excited, and I think uh, uh, definitely all of us can can use some hope along the journey. That's right. On Time Media uh, is a company that provides uh, recruiting uh features for companies who are looking to hire drivers mm -hmm. and also uh, marketing campaigns for companies who are looking to grow their fleet. Okay. So on, okay. on any given day, companies have a turnover of drivers. So we come along these companies uh, and help them hire the drivers that they gotcha. need. Yeah. Gotcha. That's yeah. neat. That's great. Well, Monty, it is a joy to have you here. And to kind of preface our conversation, I want to share two very important scripture verses that kind of set the tone for this. The first is from Proverbs seventeen seventeen that says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And then Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 and 10 says, For two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his friend or companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Uh, these are powerful verses that talk about how important relationships are to us. But I don't think relationships are any more important in our lives than when we are at a point where we're really struggling to find hope. I think that's a time in our lives when friendships, relationships become probably more important than any other time in our life. And as my listeners know who've listened to the, the first podcast that I did when I introduced Hope Along the Journey, um, several years ago in my life, the wheels of my life came on, and I found myself in a place of, 
Well, Monty, you remember. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. A place of, of feeling like hopelessness and despair. And, and at that point, I'll never forget the day, Monty, when you, you came to me and without saying a word, you just handed me a piece of paper. Right. Uh, tell the listening audience kind of a little, just in general, what did that little piece of paper simply say that you handed to me? Well, uh, it was a, uh, just very simply written, but it said, Mark, uh, whenever you're ready to talk, uh, just give me a call, Monty. And that's really what life is about, coming mm, along. Right. And it doesn't have to be complex. No, that's right. Just when you're, so when the wheels fall off, sometimes a little note like that can be very, very meaningful. Oh, absolutely. Let me tell you, how, and, and Monty knows this, but let me tell my listeners, uh, let me tell you how meaningful that was to me. I put that in my billfold, and of course, in a few days, I did reach out to Monty, but I carried that in my billfold until about two years down the road when I accidentally, <laughs> like most men do, I, I ran my clothes through the washing machine with my billfold uh -huh. in it, and that note just, it, it dissolved. But I, I, I carried that note for years, and that note became a real note of hope for me. Mm -hmm. It became something that I felt like there's at least one person out there who is willing to come alongside and help me at a point where I felt like I could not really mm -hmm. help my help myself. And what what would you say if you were to describe to people like this is what Mark was like <laughs> when, when I found him uh, at a heap on the side of the road, you know, looked like he'd been hit by a Mack truck. What what would you just how would you describe to people what my what I was going through as far as what you perceived, how I felt and what was going on. So you know, when when we go through times in our lives where everything is a complete reset mm -hmm. and the wheels do fall off, as you mentioned earlier, a total reset is when there is total just total confusion on every level. Yeah, right. So, so, so when you go from, you know, basically effectively losing your day job, mm -hmm. uh, losing your ministry, and so, so I guess the best way to describe you at that point was was this total despair. Yeah, because uh, you know, Mark. On an average automobile, there's there's thirty thousand pieces. Thirty thousand. <laughs> Only pieces. you would know that, Monty. <laughs> Only you would know that. Okay. And and you know, a, a, an automobile can run effectively, uh -huh. maybe removing I don't know ten percent of those pieces. Mm -hmm. Well, your you know automobile, so to speak. Uh, didn't have the main pieces, you know, so right. a total right. reset. So I would say that that is a very deep emotional state that right. you found yourself in. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was like, uh, you know, I, I don't even want to even try to go back and to put that together because it was just so incredibly crazy during that time and incredibly painful. But 
we started um, meeting together regularly, going out, of course, to restaurants. Of course, we both like to eat. <laughs> we both love to drink coffee. And so uh, let me ask you a question, Monty. I don't even know if I've ever asked you this question. Starting out, did you have any clue where this journey was going or were you a little apprehensive or, you know, it's kind of like, how, how did you feel? Because I know there are people out there that have friends who need them to come alongside them. So tell me, how did, did you feel equipped? Did you feel ready or did you feel nervous? What was it like for you at that point, especially in those early first couple of meetings? Sure. And you know, the baseline of, of, of really your journey, Mark, the, the baseline certainly is, has been our friendship. Right. Right. So, so that starting point, um, certainly, you know, advance the conversation. Right. Right. So in advancing the conversation, now that didn't complete the conversation, but it certainly advanced it. Mm Mm-hmm. And was I prepared? You know, expectation to me uh, sort of evolves. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so uh, the first thing I knew that, and, and I've seen this over the years, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Margaret Whitney says listening is such a simple act. It requires us to be present, and that takes practice, but we don't have to do anything else. We don't have to advise or coach or give sound advice. If we can do that, we create moments in which real healing is available. Mm-hmm. End of quote. So I guess my initial challenge was just to listen Right. And and I remember, you know, I think over four or five years, Mark, we, we probably met close to 200 times. <laughs> I'm the, sure we did. The, the, the sure first we did. year we met weekly, and I think there were only two weeks that we didn't meet that mm-hmm. first year. And so that's a lot of conversations. Yes, it is. Uh, but so, so my expectation going in was uh, Mark really needs someone to listen uh, and and probably doesn't need a lot of advice at this point uh just a listening ear and and with that you know comes moments where you you would like to insert maybe some advice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um uh i i i think that was my starting point yeah and it truly was and and i think i've got a book in my office entitled um the Lost Art of Listening. Yes, I've, I've read that. That's a great book. And uh, I think it's probably probably accurate that we oftentimes think that what people need is an answer. Not always is there an answer to be given, because sometimes we can't find an answer. But I think what people need more than anything is just to be able to say what needs to be said in a judgment-free zone, knowing that it's safe to say whatever. Yes, yes absolutely. And, Monty, you and I have had, pro- I probably have had more gut-wrenching, heart-to-heart mm-hmm. conversations with you than anybody in my life. Right, right. 
Um, and yet we're still friends. Now I had yeah. to buy your breakfast this morning, but <laughs> but we're still friends, you know. Oh, so, by the way, thanks for breakfast. Oh, oh, you're welcome, Doc. Any anytime you can get mine next time. But I, I think that was just so critical. Was there was somebody to listen to me, even when I probably I probably didn't always make sense. Probably talked in a lot of circles during that time. Well, and that's okay, you know. Um, uh, you, you left a, a, certainly a lot of tears and frishes, right? Mm, yeah, I did. And, and that's okay because, you know, and and I, I guess another one of my early approaches, and, and I, I would try to get when, when you and I would meet Mark, and mm. I don't guess I've ever told you that, I would always try to get there a little early. Mm-hmm. And maybe five or ten minutes, and I would purposefully – uh, either sit in my truck or, or maybe in the restaurant, and mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would sort of force my mind to start with a blank canvas in my mind. So it mm-hmm. wasn't that our previous conversation, and and a lot of times I would, I would bring up, you know, right. how right. are you progressing in this area? Mm-hmm. But I always tried to start with this fresh. A conversation, so I, I I didn't become biased. I right, could maybe right. remain objective. Mm-hmm. So then our conversation was, you know, fresh and uh, alive. And and I think part of that that exercise is is so that you know w- we continue to understand hope. That's right. That's know? right. And definitely, there's no question. Hope was something that was slow in coming. Mm-hmm. It, you yeah. know, it was ho- sometimes regaining hope is more, it, it's more of a crockpot slow process. It takes a lot of time sometimes, especially depending on where somebody finds themselves as they're beginning to try to rebuild hope in their lives. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then there's no question, Monty, I'm not just saying because you're here today, mm-hmm. but but I want my listeners to know that I would not be sitting here today doing this. Oh, you're kind. I would not be doing this. I probably would not be back in ministry today were it not for your influence. And there were other people, and and I and a lot. There's a lot of shared gratitude that I have to a lot of other people. But of all people, I share the greatest chunk of gratitude to you because. You were there at my worst hmm. uh, when when I needed a friend, hmm. and that, that that to me was life changing. You know, I'm you know I want all of you that are listening today to know that there are people that God has providentially placed in your life. There are hurting people everywhere, many of whom you have, like Monty and I have, a bridge of friendship that you've already built across the years, talking to them, being with them, doing life with them. So what I'd kind of like to do in these last couple of minutes, two or three minutes here or so, Monty, you've already shared about listening. You've already shared about how you would try to approach, you know, every conversation we had kind of with this blank slate. What would you tell if you were sitting down to a cup of coffee over having a conversation with somebody who's saying, you know, Monty, I've got a friend who feels like they've lost hope. How could I help them? What would be some things you would tell our listeners, very practical things they could do 
to help in somebody else in need. You know, Mark, uh, back in the 50s, there was a um, business theorist that came up with this that he called the Kazan effect. So effectively what this was was for a company, instead of to make a radical change in what mm -hmm. they were doing, um, they started with this this baseline of getting better 1% every day. Mm, okay. Now, God's forgiveness in our lives, uh, you know, is, is a moment where, you know, mm -hmm. we go from, uh, you know, sort of bad to good. Mm-hmm. But but life doesn't happen that life doesn't unfold that quickly. That's true. So mm -hmm. the, this theorist uh, came up with this idea, but American companies did not uh, really buy into it. But then in the 70s, uh, Japanese car manufacturers adopted this philosophy. Mm -hmm. And the philosophy was this. We want to get, and, and they, they, so they targeted certain areas and say, we want to get 1% better. Mm -hmm. And in getting 1% better, there's nothing radical about that. So, so my advice to those listening mm -hmm. would be to establish a point in life that, 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 that basically says, I'm going to move forward, mm -hmm. and and not only am I going to move forward, I'm I'm not going to expect to do this over a weekend. Yeah. So that's right. you know, and 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 being in a society that's that's non-agricultural, it, it's it is difficult for people to do life together. Mm -hmm. You and I've talked about that, mm -hmm. you know, over the oh, years. Yeah. It's 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 more difficult, but there are people in these three categories. There are people who, you know, need to reconcile. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who have reconciled but are on now this long journey of of really becoming all that God wants them to be. And then there's right, a third right. group of people who are established that that really need to find someone mm -hmm. to give mm -hmm. hope to. Mm -hmm. That's great. Well, Monty, I really appreciate what you have to share. And I'm encouraging all of our listeners, please, please look around you and see if there's somebody there who maybe... Um, really, you could partner. You're the person who could help them to get on this journey and stay on this journey to find what, what they need. Money, is there anything in closing, before we close here, you'd like to say to our listeners in closing? Well, sort of in this, this uh, really pattern, mm -hmm. uh, Mark, I, I think we all need to find some someone that we can we can be that listener. Right, right. And then as it unfolds, we can learn. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about you. Yeah. And 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 sort of those those um, cycles of mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. So then we learn, and then there's we we will have those snippets of time where we can lead right. that individual to hopefully, 
you know, uh, uh, being f- uh, more in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and, but, but the baseline really does come back down to friendships and, yes. and really loving. Yes. Right. So, 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 you know, the, the, some of this can be a little bit mechanical, but at the end of the day, uh, we need to be loved. So the most comforting words any of us can hear is, you know, I've got your back. Yeah. 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 And Monty, you had my back, and that's yes, true. Sir. Still do it. I got yes, your back. Absolutely. And uh, my, I think we'll probably be friends till we die. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, we just, every time we get together, which now it's about a monthly mm-hmm. time we get mm-hmm. together. COVID has kind of messed things up, but <laughs> but we still get together and we laugh and we cry and we share, and and that's what's so important. So I want to encourage everyone to, if you need a friend, find a friend. If you are a friend, yes. reach out to somebody in need. Proverbs 18.24 says, One who has unreliable friends will come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And Monty, that's you, and that's who you were in my life. Thank you today, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to Hope Along the Journey. We trust it's been a blessing and a help to you. Please, at some point, uh, drop us a note. Let us know that you're listening. At the close of today's broadcast, John will be giving you our email information and our Facebook location. So please follow us and share it with a friend. May God bless you today, and may you truly find hope along the journey. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to know more, follow us on Facebook at Hope Along the Journey or send us an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you join us again for more hope along the journey.